Episode 49, we're here. I'm Forrest Hall, I'm here with... Atuna Allen. And this is Real Church Matters, where we talk about real church matters because... They matter. Real church matters. How you doing, Antoinette? Pretty good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. I'm ready to get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> First of all, housekeeping. So, of course, realchurchmatters.com houses all the episodes. Also, from there, you can kind of reach out to the social media portals, whether it's Instagram, where it's at Real Church Matters, or Twitter, where it's Real Church MTTRS, or Facebook, where it's fb.me forward slash Real Church Matters. Um, also, go do Likewise. Yes, you can read any of my old blogs from last year at LikewiseLife.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at go do Likewise. Brimming with enthusiasm, as we see. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also, you can give and support what we're trying to do here at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, forward slash Real Church Matters. And you can give a dollar or you can give more. And uh, if you give a dollar or more, you get access to what we like to call a little more matters. And if you give $10 or more, you can get access to fun little giveaways. Most notably, we give away an initial T-shirt and then we got some music coming up that we're going to give away. Some other little things that I think uh, I want to make exclusive to those who have decided to support us in a little more capacity uh what else because we're just kind of breezing through this housekeeping i huh? know we getting good at i it. know it's crazy. i feel i feel professional yeah <laughs> we never got it under this many yeah before, so. so i mean since i got this extra time i would like to thank each and every person for listening yes. each and every listen matters to me uh because this is what we do it for for people to sit somewhere and listen and learn themselves something as we learn ourselves something because trust me guys we're growing as we are growing with you yeah i think that's important to remind people in the beginning of the podcast because you get caught up in people being subject matter experts and all this stuff right and just to know we're just people just like you just people just trying to grow in christ with a desire to learn I was teaching Bible study yesterday And I was explaining that uh, We should desire The word like milk As newborns Oh yeah you gotta add that part I'm like yeah. I don't really like milk like that Well since we're born again We, we drink it because of its sustenance Not because of its uh, Taste Taste or comfortability right. Children I've never heard a child say They're, they're lactose intolerant because they're drinking the pure, sincere milk from their mother. And we're supposed to be drinking the pure, sincere milk of the word. And we should desire it. And I hope every person that is listening is a person that desires the word. And that's what we want to give you, the word. With that being said, obedience over audience. Since we have an audience. But since we have an audience, let's get, let's to, get it. to it. Episode 49, we're going to talk about hypocrites. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta you play know. some haunting music. Like. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> One thing about it is interesting because the the best burn you can give a Christian is to call him a hypocrite. Yeah. Like it, it is. It cuts deep. <laughs> it cuts deep. Like, <laughs> like it is the um the broke, you broke 
that, that's what you can say to a guy. It always it hits them to the core. Yeah. You say that you're broke, tail. You know, right? Because <laughs> like, it's like you going against everything they live for. Like everything <laughs> they live for, you're basically like shutting down. Which like, is ironic. Yeah, it's ironic. Well, supposedly, that, <laughs> I know, I know, but it's ironic that if you call a person a hypocrite, how they respond reveals whether they're a hypocrite, hypocrite or, not. or not. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, at times, <laughs> I have been bothered that people perceived me as a hypocrite because I cared what people perceived. Which kind of makes you a hypocrite. Kind of makes me a hypocrite. In a kind of way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, we just going to, you know, no no pre-planning. We just going to pull a, a few scriptures and learn together. Yeah. Um, what is hypocrisy? Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... I just pulled the definition. Hypocrisy is claiming to believe claiming claiming to beliefs that your life does not conform to. Yeah, claiming beliefs or claiming to beliefs. Claiming beliefs is better. Oh, okay. Uh, no, nah, that was me. I typed it wrong. <laughs> but, I thought it was like a new little phrase you came up. Oh, claiming to believe. Like, like clinging to beliefs right. is, I like is it. Where, where I was going with it. But claiming to believe what your life doesn't conform to. Mm-hmm. So there needs to be a proclamation from the believer, but there also be, must be a conformity to those proclamations. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say, you must live according to. And if you're not, that's hypocrisy. So when people call us hypocrites, most of the time, they're right. Most of the time, they're right. Let's be honest, church. Let's be honest, Christians out here. Most of the time, people are saying that you're a hypocrite based on their understanding of what you proclaim. Now, some people are doing this unfairly. Mm -hmm. I will say that. But most people are only holding you to what you have said. That's true. Most people are. Most people wouldn't even call you a hypocrite if you never proclaimed that you was a Christian. But my thing always was is like nobody's perfect. So to say someone's a a hypocrite because they don't do something they says doesn't really it doesn't really come against who they are because everything about being a believer is like you said conforming. It's this constant change. So it's not like you do one thing and God don't love you no more and you're not this person no more. Yeah, and and, I mean, but who told us that? The hypocrisy means all of that. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who told us that just because I'm a hypocrite means that I'm forever banished from the love of God and from redemption of God and from changing mm-hmm. for the better? I think that we have to understand it. Hypocrisy is defined just what it is. It's a person who at that moment. In that moment. In that moment. Mm-hmm. Is not conforming to what they have proclaimed. That's true. And we have to understand that. So you're basically saying we shouldn't take it negatively when we even, because sometimes it's not even people calling ourselves a hypocrite. Sometimes we feel like hypocrites. So you're saying we should embrace that term so we can change? Should like, understand what it means. Right. So you can make sure that you no longer are the def- definition of that. Mm-hmm. It's something we need to understand that we should not be. If we respond to that with, well, I'm not perfect, then clearly you don't understand what hypocrisy means to God. 
You know what I'm saying? Like what hypocrisy means to Christ. It means something. Mm -hmm. That's why he came here and he lived what he proclaimed. He did. He expects us to do the same. These imperfect people to be conforming to what they proclaim. Why I don't understand like how people because I know you were saying it as that's the thing people say, mm-hmm. but I don't understand how we look at it being perfect as this unattainable thing because we don't understand perfection. No, we don't. Or the concept of being perfected. Like, right. Yeah. You proclaim that you're heterosexual. There's nobody walking around like, oh, you slipped up and had gay sex. You know, I'm not perfect. I mean, I <laughs> proclaim to be heterosexual, but sometimes, you know, I I mess dibble up. Dibble and dabble. You dibble and dabble. But for most people, we only proclaim what we believe. So what we believe is what we live. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard. We, we're such in. We're in a world where there's so much lies being said. It is. It is easy for us to say things now without actually owning those things. We're saying that believers should own being a believer. Yeah. That's not saying you have to be perfect. That just says own what you say you You are. are. Yeah. Let your Christian flag fly. Do you know what I'm saying? It would be crazy if a person came out and said they was gay, but wasn't. (laughs) We would all look at them and say, now, why would you put yourself out there? And And you're not (laughs) gay. That's crazy. What do you benefit from that? I can see how you would benefit from saying you're heterosexual. And you're really. But you're really not. Why? Because heterosexual is the majority. Right. And so a person may hide in the majority to keep themselves from being the minority. Mm -hmm. You see where I'm going with Mm -hmm. this, right? So why would a person come out as Christian to put themselves out as the minority and not be that? Why did you waste your time? Do you know what I'm saying? It's it's troubling. It's a little troubling yeah. to me. It's not like we're saying we're Christians because it's the majority. You are by proclamation pulling yourself out of the majority and making yourself the minority. Mm-hmm. But if that's not what's in your heart, if your heart is still the majority, then what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And we have to really ask ourselves that. I had to come to that point in my faith too. Like, why? Why am I just doing this? Because my family, I was raised into this. Yeah, like, and I understand everybody has different uh, spheres of influence. So the majority might be you might come from a family where yeah. it's, it's and mostly that is Christian, the majority, yeah. and that's the majority. And I can see people who are from coming from that perspective. But for adults, most of us live in a world beyond our families. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully, I know some of y'all are still stuck in your, the confines of your family's influence, right. and, and I pray for you. But for most of us, we live in a world, and in the world, you don't have to lie no. about who you are. No. That's the, one of the, the great things about today's society, is that if you want to be anything, you be You will it. be fully accepted, yep. So why say you're something that you're not? That's why. 
God has a problem with I think hypocrisy. that's why the Rachel, the girl, the lady. Rachel Dalzal. Yeah. yeah. That's why her whole thing was so weird. Because, like, why would you want to be black? Like, that's, <laughs> that's not, like, you already have your white privilege. Right. Like, why you want to. <laughs> and then totally understanding what that means to be black is the only way that she can truly be it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, she just given a proclamation. It's more than skin color. It's more than a hairstyle. It's a way of living that she would have to fully understand yes. so that she may conform to it. Yes. But since uh, but since it's not that simple. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's neither is being a Christian. <laughs> it's not. We have to understand what this is. So we got some scriptures to dig in. Let's, we already jumped in 12 minutes, so oh, let's, let's get to it. All right. But this is good. It's good. Uh, Galatians chapter 2, verse 12 through 14 says, For before certain men came from James, he was eating with the Gentiles. There's Gentiles and Jews, okay, mm-hmm. guys? But when, the, when they came, he drew back and separated himself. He was eating with the Gentiles, right. but when the, the other Jews people came, up. when the Jews came, homeboy moves. <laughs> Homeboy moved He separated himself Fearing the circumcision party Circumcision party was the Jews Who came to check to see who was circumcised According to the faith And if you weren't They was going to do that joint right there Uh, Yeah Circumcision party It was going down yeah. <laughs> what translation is this? <laughs> this? This is the English Standard Version. Oh, okay. I, I got to make sure that people understand. But no, I, I, it's good. It helps me understand. Yeah, and the rest of the Jews acted hypocritically along with him. Wow. So the rest of the Jews seen how he was acting and treated the Gentiles the same what? way. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So that even Barnabas was led astray by their hypocrisy. Mm. Even Barnabas fell into the peer pressure and said, yeah, we don't mess around with them. They, they, them joint, they, they, they ain't circumcised, they ain't nothing. But when I saw their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel. Now, this is Paul talking. Mm-hmm. He said, when I saw their conduct was not in step with the truth of the gospel, I said to Cephas before them all, if you, though a Jew, Live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How can you force the Gentiles to live like Jews? Mm. Let's say that again. If you, though a Jew, live like a Gentile and not like a Jew. How did he live like a Gentile and not like a Jew? He was sitting with them. No, no, he was by being hypocritical. Right. Oh, yeah, by sitting with them and then trying to change when he saw them. Yeah. He said, how can you force them to be circumcised? Yeah. This is why hypocrisy is a problem. Yes. This is why we can't be hypocritical. Because your life doesn't, your life won't move anybody. It It won't make anybody respect what you believe. What he's saying is keep the same Energy. Energy. Mm-hmm. Why is it that people who come around me and you talking about Jesus and all this stuff? Soon as somebody that is not familiar with the person that you've proclaimed to be to me come, you get real quiet. Yeah. Church mouse quiet. I'm talking about people will be talking about tongues and how the Holy Spirit changed their life. Somebody else come around and like, yeah, I hear you minister. All right. What you clammed up all of a sudden? Yeah. You separated yourself from me. 
You didn't keep the same energy. That's true. What does that mean? You're hypocritical. That's true. And your hypocrisy affects others. It does. It shows young people that God is weak. Mm-hmm. They see you praise the Lord in here, and then when you at home with your family, you whole another person. Whole another person. Whole different energy. Don't tell them that God is awesome. If God ain't awesome everywhere, yes. don't tell them God is a healer and that you love Him and that you sing songs that say, "Lord, I love you more than anything." But then when you get around anything, you don't love Him anymore. Yes. But this is, I feel like, what it's come to because this is generations of people who have practiced that same hypocrisy and it just, it's just comfortable now. It's just a... And we so busy treating hypocrisy like a slur. Yeah. That we don't understand. It's a true thing. It is a true thing. That must be addressed. It should be. Instead of you getting upset when someone calls you out on that, folks, you need to inspect examine. yourself, yeah. examine yourself. This is not a slur. They didn't just call you a slur. They're really challenging you to talk and live the same thing. Yes. Otherwise, shut up. Yep. You, <laughs> this is literally hypocrisy. It is. And it is something we must deal with. The Christian gay Christians. Because I was just going to say, it goes beyond the whole, like, you, like, we're not even talking about you being a Christian in one light and then sinning over here. Like, we're just talking about the same energy. Like, you can't say God is powerful and you love him and all this, and then you don't bring that same energy. We, it's like, deeper I like than the fact sinning. that we're sheep, ship, shifting that narrative. It's, it's, it's deeper than that. Yeah. Because we're talking about a conduct that's not in step yes. with the truth of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It must be the conduct. Yeah. You must conduct yourself Along with the gospel that you say you believe That's true Or don't say you believe it Yep You want to not be a hypocrite? You got those two choices Stop proclaiming it Or live how you proclaim That's up to y'all People are like You know They gonna call me a hypocrite Ain't nobody perfect Sweetie Brother We are called to live According to what we proclaim That's right I can't tell you about perfection, but I know one thing. God is concerned with hypocrisy. Yes. So we, should, we need to ask ourselves that. And let's go to the next one. First Peter 2 and 1 tells us, so put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. The Bible's telling us to put it away. Mm-hmm. Why is the Bible telling us to put away? If you look deeper in 1 Peter chapter 2, for those of you who are in the Maryland area, we're studying 1 Peter chapter 2 in Bible study at my church, 3235 Swan Road, Suitland, Maryland, 20746. You're welcome to come 7 p.m. every Tuesday. In there, we understand he's telling them to put away all of these things, including hypocrisy, because they are... Hindrances to the advancement of the gospel. Yeah. They hinder the gospel advancing in your life and in the lives of others. Mm-hmm. Hypocrisy stunts growth. Yes. You now they tell you drink too much coffee, you can stunt your growth. Well, you you be a hypocrite long enough and you're gonna notice that God can't grow in your life. Sure. 
And God can't grow in the lives of the people around you. And God can't grow in your church. That's true. Not the way he want to. He need a church filled with people who believe what they proclaim and operate from those beliefs. Yeah. Matthew 24, 50 through 51 tells us the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the who? Hypocrites. The hypocrites. Who's talking right here? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus says he will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. He ain't even, he, he, the hypocrites already there. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to put this person with the hypocrites. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. So tell me, guys, how you can operate in hypocrisy and think that you're going to go to heaven. When Jesus himself tells us, if you are a hypocrite, you are in a place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Why? Because you, your conduct was not in step with what you said you believed. What do you think about people who say they believe something, but they don't quite understand what they say they believe? So in turn, they are hypocrites. Well, are they in turn hypocrites if they, they don't fully understand what they're saying they believe? But isn't that the growth of being a believer? We grow. We the Bible tells us that we in, in we in uh, we grow in good works and increase in the knowledge of God. Mm-hmm. We grow in good works or fruit and increase in the knowledge of God. That is the advancement of the gospel. That is the growth of the believer. Mm-hmm. So if you're not growing in good works. And increasing in your knowledge and understanding of God, are you truly a Christian? Mm. And hypocrisy is something that, a place that we're in, that we need to know so we can make a decision whether to do things that cause us to grow or to leave it alone. It only, hypocrisy only lets us know our state. It does not confine us to that state, mm-hmm. but it's a place you need to know so you can know where to go next. Mm-hmm. Somebody called me fat. If it hurt me, do something about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The next day, I might still look fat. But if I'm doing something about it. Because your conduct has changed. I'm, yes. Even if your state. Yes. Yes. This is the reality. Everybody, we, we living in a culture where everybody's feelings so sensitive. Cri- guess what, Christians? Y'all want people to be more sensitive with you than God going to be. Yeah. Oh, everybody just judging me. Everybody, what do you think is about to happen to you? <laughs> you about to stand before God and be judged. judged. Hello? That's what you signed up for. You gonna tell? You gonna tell God? Well, I was proclaiming things I didn't really understand. <laughs> huh? My mom would tell Our me minds like constantly that. are going for an out, mm-hmm. but there's no way out. I told the, the class yesterday. I was the type of kid. People called me smart, but I wasn't really smart. I knew how to cut corners. I took the stickers off the Rubik's cube aligned them in the colors they were supposed to be, and ran around and told everybody I I figured out the Rubik's Cube. I didn't. 
I didn't because I didn't want to put the time in to do it. I might not even have had the capacity to do it. But what I did know how to do is cut corners. People considered me to be smart and I wasn't really, really smart. I wasn't really intelligent in that way because I wasn't willing to put the time in. Mm -hmm. Why do church people think y'all get to pull the stickers off? It's true. This Christian walk has no shortcuts. It has no shortcuts. Why do you think you get to live anyway and God going to understand your pitiful excuses? Come on, guys. It's true. I know why you asked it. I'm not attacking you. No, it, I don't it, think you know what I'm saying. Like I, I know you're asking what people are saying. Yeah, because we hear it no, all the time. Yeah, and it's things that I've thought of. You know, because we're constantly like looking for uh, what and out. Because I was even thinking about because this weekend my friend invited me to a party that I know is going to have alcohol and stuff, and I just was playing stuff out of my mind. I was like, if I go. And drink, knowing that all my friends know who I am and this person, I, not to say I drink because I don't, but I'm just saying, I was thinking it out of my mind. What would they think of me? Like, I just was, I spent a lot of time in my head, but I was yeah. just thinking that out. But, but while we're that's in, why this interesting but this is helpful. me. But while we're in our heads, we, we, can, we can help ourselves out by understanding the thinking ain't left up to us no more. No. You know what I'm saying? We sit at home, we be weighing stuff. <laughs> there already is on the scale. If we put it on the scale of God's word, <laughs> if we let his Holy Spirit guide us, yeah. we wasted so much time up there like a beautiful mind. You're moving things around the equation, like carry the one, hold the liquor, and the other. Can I go? I just was thinking it. In I know, my but head. it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it's not good, but it's no. It's good that you're sharing it oh, because okay. people consistent consistently find themselves deliberating on things that the judge has already rendered a verdict on. Mm, yep. But. When we are, and we know it. They but, know it. <laughs> but when we are posed with something, we are like Barnabas. Right. We feel the pressure. Do I want to be the minority or do I want to be the majority? Right. What does it say about the people who ask us to do things that are not really who we are now? Is it because they know us or because we don't know ourselves? Right. But what do you even think about that? Like avoiding those type of environments because you don't like to be the minority. Like, because that's I, even. I don't know because I don't ever avoid anything. Mm -hmm. I just follow the spirit. <laughs> that's true. The spirit lets us know where to go, where not to go. The Bible says we're in the world, but not of it. But his spirit leads me places. And I know where his spirit leads me is according to his purpose. Right. And so half the time, what I, what I do to challenge myself is say, what is God's purpose here? I know what my purpose here is, mm -hmm. but what is God's purpose here? Because if it's God's purpose is not here, then why am I here? <laughs> because I want to stay in his will. Yeah. The minute I, I shift out of his will, I'm on some other stuff. And here's the crazy thing, that that surface thinking that we all do. We all do, yeah. Is what keeps us out of the deeper things of God. It's true. It's what it's why my, why I woke up to a mother who was thirty six praying. But I'm thirty six, and I don't wake up praying. It's true. Huh? She needed that to get through. Only because why? Because she has seven kids, and I don't have to because I don't. <laughs> no. 
Something's wrong. Yeah. There's an effort that was put into her life. The faith, yeah. To the faith. The fight of faith. Yes. Did I I have to challenge myself because am I putting the same effort in? We will put minimal effort and get maximum God. <laughs> that's that's the hypocrisy that, of it all, though. That's like, the hypocrisy. That's what we're talking about. And when are we going to call ourselves out? Yes. Instead of always trying to protect ourselves, ourselves yes. from ourselves and from others, it's hypocrisy. Episode 49, we ain't playing that mess. We are the best lawyers for ourselves. Oh. We doggone... Carrie Washington Scandal <laughs> Lay your briefcase down As soon as somebody asks, You want to go to a party I don't know Can I really go here I don't know Can I really I'll take it from here I'm your counsel <clears throat> You have been through A lot this You've year You've been through A lot this year You're constantly Never doing anything You want to do People are going to judge Of course But at the end of the day Are you denying yourself Your true self And what you really Want to do and how bad is it? I mean, is it bad to go to a party? Really? How who is it going to hurt? If I don't drink, then I'm really being a light in the midst of all the strobe lights. I'm being a light. I'm shining while other people are shining, but they're not shining like me. Because they're shining because they're jewelry, and I'm shining because I'm the jewel from God. This is the stuff that people Jesus. say. You don't think people we say stuff creative. like that? We get creative, boy. <laughs> It's how we find ourselves in places. It's true. And when we look in the mirror ourselves. at ourselves, we hear that little voice calling out and saying, whoa, you hypocrite. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We, yeah, hear, we hear it. So guess what? How does the Bible identify <laughs> hypocrisy? How does the Bible identify? I can't go no further than Jesus. Jesus called out hypocrites like they, that was their name. <laughs> He's like, yo, hypocrite. <laughs> Jesus was serious about that. He was not playing. He called them out. And why could Jesus call them out? Because he's the truth. He said, I'm the living word made flesh. Yeah. If you don't reflect the word, then you don't reflect me. Yeah. Then I can say that you are fraud. Or even the scripture that talks about measuring uh, the stature of Christ. It's like, you're not measuring up. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're constantly, we're constantly around people who are questioning their identity at a baser level. Yeah. And then wonder why we're supposed to be confident. That's all God is looking for. A confidence and a surety of who we are so that those people who are on the fence can see there's a life that they can live in true assurity. Yeah, but I feel like we're so busy comparing ourselves to them that we, we're not comparing ourselves to Jesus. That it's makes like, us the hypocrite. Yeah. That's why we the hypocrite. Let's jump into it because Jesus will be calling some people out and we don't got much time left. Jesus. Matthew 6 and 2 says, Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be what? Praised by others. That they may be what? Praised by others. One more time. Praised by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. Right the first thing, God, Jesus identifies hypocrites as a person who needs to be praised or seen by others. Mm. I don't what a hypocrite is to the fullest extent, the most general extent is a person who 
proclaim something and live something else. But in the most specific sense, one particular situation, Jesus is letting us know a hypocrite is somebody who's looking to be praised by men and seen by men. And that's that's your reward. That's so since a get. hypocrite is desires to be praised by men and seen by men, what's the opposite? A person who is seeking to be praised by God yes. and seen by God. Some of you who don't read your Bible a lot are saying, God is not supposed to praise us. We are the praisers of it. He wants to praise. No, look in the Bible again. God said, Jesus said that there is going to come a time when God comes back for his people. He will shower them with glory and praise. Mm-hmm. When you seek to have God praise you, you are now not a hypocrite. No. That means you're doing things for his approval. Yes, that conduct we were talking about in the beginning, it shifts. Let's, uh, people want to say, like, people want to know, like, how do I take off hypocrisy? One of the ways you take it off is you ask yourself, ask yourself, whose approval do you want? Somebody will go to that party like you mm-hmm. will go to the party that they've been invited to because they don't want to be seen a certain way by those people. Right. The fact that they care how those people think makes more than hypocrite. they care about how God thinks makes you a hypocrite. It's true. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the reality of it. Let's go a little further. He said, y'all give to the needy. A lot of y'all think you're not hypocrites because you give to the needy. He said, why you give to the needy is what exposed you as a hypocrite. Mm. Come on now. Let's go a little further. Verse 5 of chapter 6 of Matthew says, and when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, don't be like the hypocrites. Yeah. Don't don't be like that. He said, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogue and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Yes. Yep. A lot of you are doing things, church things, religious things like praying, like fasting, like reading your Bible, but all of the things that you do, like going to church, you doing them all for the eyes of men and not the eyes of God. Yes. You think that there's something good in you doing it and not who you doing it for. Yes. It's true. Somebody came to Bible study yesterday for somebody's eyes and not God's. Mm. Somebody is going to do a lot of things for somebody's eyes. That's why it's so cute when you we, we ask people like, hey, are you listening to the podcast? We, I'll send people episodes. Like, <laughs> listen to the podcast. And then I'll, I'll bring up subjects from that particular we'll episode. See if they listen. See if they listen. And they ain't listen. Of course. But why? Because I'm not in front of them. But if I was in front of them and they knew I could see, they would listen. Yeah. They, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when they're by themselves and that podcast can really help them, they won't listen because they don't care about it. They just care who can see what they care about. I, but I just think the scariest part about all of this is that we still feel like we're pleasing God just because he's a part of this whole thing. Like, okay, I'm still I'm, I'm doing all this just to be seen, but it's it's still about you, God. Like, well, is that not Yeah. Good let, enough? Let me let me do what I do best, which is make things sound weird. Okay. <laughs> we are doing the things of God, but not for God. Yes. And then we want credit because we're doing the things of God. Guess what? You should have did the things of you. 
You just should Because you turn the things of God into the things of you by doing it for the things of people. <laughs> Did I make it weird enough? That's my, that's my specialty. <laughs> it's a shame. And guess what, guys? Let me tell you. Let me give you a little insider tip. This word is for me, too. All right? I don't know if they're going to be able to hear that. <laughs> I think they, they hear okay. that. But, but it's important that you they know that. Yes. that. This is why hypocrisy is something that Jesus is exposing, because he's given us an opportunity to know where we're at so we can go beyond where we're at. Yes. That's why we go to the doctors, to know our status. Yeah. Jesus gave you your status. You're, I'm not looking at your Facebook for your status of the day. <laughs> I'm looking at what God is saying there for your status of the day. His word is telling me you're a hypocrite. I know the day you say I'm thankful to God for waking me up this morning. Nothing in your life corresponds to yeah. what you just prayed. We got to be careful. <laughs> it just doesn't. Even in engaging social media. It's true. We're, it's one of the biggest things we struggle with as a podcast. Yeah. How do we engage with social media, which is founded on the foundation of being seen? Social, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How do we navigate in there, in those spaces, and share, because we want people to listen to this, but not make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable, that we're not doing it to be seen. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tricky thing, because everything has to be, God has to be the focus of so it all. And what are we always asking ourselves? Who are we trying to have seen? Yeah. When I share something, who am I trying to... Uh, make people see mm-hmm. It has to be I'm trying to make people see God Yeah It has to be That's That's how I take this mess off Yes Is I, I We dissect it We unzip it We unpack it That's how you take it off Yes If you're not digging And asking yourself Those questions You're daydreaming <laughs> You're really daydreaming And you're letting the serpent Hang in the tree And ask you questions That only going to lead you Away from God Not to him It's true because the serpent just going to ask good questions. And those good questions going to get you in a bad situation. Ooh. Yep. Uh. <laughs> uh. Or even how it exposes where you, where you, what you, never mind. No, no, ain't no my mind. Go, go, go. Talk, talk that talk. Come on, it exposes what? No, I was just thinking like it exposes where you, what you, where you really at. Because even when you think about Eve and the things that the serpent was saying to her, he was exposing a desire that was already there. Like, and he knows it. Yes. Because he's really saying, "Hey, hypocrite, come here." <laughs> yes. He's a hey, hypocrite. You know, you know that word he said to you. Wasn't that word crazy? I know, right? Yeah. So I don't even know if he meant it that way. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, just go ahead and just do it. Like, you really want to do it, right? Like, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, he love you. Mm. A couple babies and a a closed door on Eden later, she kind of figured out, God don't play around. (laughs) He mean business. (laughs) He wants what he says to be how we live. Anything less than that is unacceptable to him. That's just point blank. What do you think about people who say like, well, I don't even want to try to do the Christian thing right because I feel like I'm going to be a hypocrite right now. Because I feel like I hear a lot of people say that type of thing too. Smart. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> smart person, smart person. Smart. You got to know when you're ready for this. The Bible says the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. The problem is, is that we don't know what har- ripe harvest looks like. Mm-hmm. So, so he was talking about grain. And when I looked up what a ripe grain, how can you tell it's ripe? The grain is so heavy on the top, it bows over. All right. Hangs. And the people have to rush to harvest it because it's hanging low enough for the rodents to eat. Mm. Hanging low enough for the rodents to eat it. And that's what we look. He said, come unto me, all ye who labor are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. rest. We got to deal with the people who are ready because they laden. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When a person can talk like that, that's tough talk. (laughs) From a weak soul Ooh. Do you get what I'm saying Let yeah. them talk like that Let them talk Till they come to the understanding You know we're, we're almost these type of people Where we don't move By the speed of light Yeah mm. We move by the speed of man <laughs> But we don't understand By the time we catch up To how our heart Our soul mm-hmm. Feels We already too late mm-hmm. That's why you got 40 year olds Realizing they need Jesus now wow. When they needed them When they was 20 but the spirit moves at the speed of light. And since they wasn't in the light, they was moving too slow. Mm. You're catching up to stuff. We, we catch up later. <laughs> Fathers realize they missed their daughter's whole life. Mothers realize they never really was a mother. Too late. It's too late. You at the, the, the sex toy party. You at the, the, the tattoo party. You at this party, that party. Too late. Don't realize the things that you spent your time in running on human time. Mm. You wasn't on that light time. Mm. It was too fast for you because you didn't get in the fast lane. We get scared when we start moving like God wants to move. He starts shifting our lives in ways we don't, I can't even catch my breath. <laughs> But well, they don't know about that. We gotta keep. We gotta keep. Uh, yeah, thank you. You killing it today, boy. You you asking some tough questions. But God is tougher. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's look. He said Matthew sixteen six and sixteen. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. others. I mean, you got folks who can't even be a Christian without a gloomy look on their face. Jesus. You got folks that can't even be obedient to God without a sad look. Mm. Why? Because they want everybody to know that they're obeying God. <laughs> it's true. When people say stuff like, you better be glad I'm saved, you better be glad you're a hypocrite. That's true. Come on, now what you're saying is you can't just be a Christian. You want everybody to know you are being a Christian. He said, man, those people just want to be seen. They just want others to see them. Disfigure their faces. They just want the world to know. Matthew 7 and 5 says, you hypocrites, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. We're always focused on other people's faults. The sign of a hypocrite. It's the sign of a hypocrite. And people always talk about 
judging, it comes from this passage of scripture. Because our job is not to point out people's faults. If you are pointing out their faults, you're not helping them. Let me give y'all an inside tip to for y'all Christians that really want to help people. Pointing out their faults only makes a bigger fault in you. Mm. That sounded good. <laughs> Pointing out their faults only makes a bigger fault in you. If you really want to do something to help them, remove the faults from your life. That's right. When you remove the faults from your life, you are no longer a hypocrite. Jesus said the hypocrites like to talk about what's in other people's eyes instead of what's in theirs. Yes. He said, if you took out the thing from you, you might actually be able to help your brother take out the thing from him. Yes. If he asks for your Help. The difference between judging and holding accountable is someone must ask for your accountability. If someone doesn't say, I'm trying to really be a Christian and I really want you to help me in this journey and this walk, if they don't say that to you, leave them hands off alone and focus on your faults so they might know what it looks like to be a person of God. Mm This is how I say it. Some, sometimes we hypocrites without even knowing it. Yeah, or even how we talk about we serve this big and powerful God, but all you do is talk about other people's faults. It's like, which one it means more to yeah. you? Which one do you believe in Y'all, more? You can't possibly believe that the word of God is what changes a soul if all you're giving them the word of you. Yeah. Pointing out faults is not as important as letting them know about a God who removes all faults. That's right. Matthew 15, 6 through 8 says, He need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. You hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Mm. See, another thing we do is we're focused on following tradition and not God. That's where hypocrites come in. It's true. Some of y'all going to church because your family goes to church. Some of you do things purely out of tradition and not because you're following God or his word. Yeah, because I feel like what comes with tradition is comfort. So it's comfortable for you to go to church every Sunday. It's comfortable for you to sit and talk about the word with people. And it's not really a part of your heart. It's just comfortable. And the funny thing is some people people don't understand what we mean when we say tradition. Let me help y'all out. Tradition is reverence repetition. Yep. We watched the movie Soul Food. They went to Big Mama's house every Sunday. Mm -hmm. That was a repetitious thing. Yeah. Did they begin to reverence because of its consistency? Mm -hmm. Why do we honor consistency? Because we're inconsistent people. Yep. So whenever we do something consistency of any regard, we begin to reverence that thing. It's true. That's what we do. Half the time you tell people to stop doing something, they be like, no, no, because I, I do that all the time. Why? Is that a reason to keep doing anything? Yeah. Reverence repetition. That's all tradition is. A lot of people don't even see certain things they're doing in their life as, as tradition because they have a certain perception. I want to help their perception yes. and let you know if you're doing it repetitiously and now you honor and reverence that thing just because of its consistency, you have a tradition. Mm. Yep. It's, I need a gold star today. I'm gonna put a gold star. I, this is this was uh, <laughs> this is a good one, man. 
we have to remove tradition out of our life because it is voiding the word of God. Mm. God can't move. God don't move by consistency. He's very inconsistent. He's consistently inconsistent. He will tell you to do something today and tell you not to do it tomorrow. He'll tell you to wake up and talk to this person today. And if you go and talk to them tomorrow because you talked to them yesterday, that ain't even God. Some of y'all friends with people just because you used to be friends with people. That ain't no reason to be friends with people. (laughs) Or how we talk about the growth that we were talking about earlier. Growth is, it looks inconsistent. Like you hear one day and... Yeah. yeah, people be like, you changed. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope that the only thing that has not changed about me is my love for God. That's right. I want to be as consistent in my love for him as he is consistent in his love for me. That's right. Everybody else, you're going to feel at times that I'm not loyal. And I hope you feel it. Because you don't care what people think. You care about what God thinks. Hypocrites. Try to be loyal to people. (laughs) He said, they honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Look at Matthew 23, 23 says, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and dill and cumin. Those are spices. Mm -hmm. They tithed them. They gave a tenth of their spices to the, the, the synagogue or the church. And have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. Mm. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. Mm. We will find ourselves neglecting the weightier things of God in our lives for these very surface things Mm. that are easily done with action and body and not with mind and spirit. We don't want to deal with the weighty things like justice and mercy and faithfulness and love Mm -hmm. and joy and patience and long suffering and kindness and meekness. We don't want to deal in those things because those things take more than actions from our body. They take a person who is truly connected to those things from the heart, the mind and the spirit. That's where we are at right now. We're struggling to understand that our traditions are voiding the word of God because the word of God wants to take us to the deeper things. Yes. The weightier things. That's why you still hear people talking about should they go to the party or not. Mm-hmm. That's why you still hear people talking about whether they should drink or not, whether tattooing is right or wrong. They're still talking about these things because they remain on the surface through their to traditions. Avoid the, the deeper to things. avoid the weightier, deeper things of God. Through their obedience to the word. Mm-hmm. He's going to take you to those deep places. And it goes perfectly with what we were talking about earlier about the majority. Because the majority of the world loves surface stuff. Like surface stuff is the best thing to talk about. It's full podcast talking about just yeah. surface things. But Everybody that wants deeper to, stuff. They want the set it and forget it gospel. Yes. Oh, I just go to church every Sunday. Maybe every Tuesday. Sometimes Wednesday. Make sure I go to not white watch night service on New Year's Eve. Yep. I can party anytime. I've heard people say that. I can party anytime. I need to give God this day. You're, you're truly walking in tradition. Yep. You voided the word of God who is not concerned with you at watch night, but it's with you watching every night your life. <laughs> Y'all waiting for the ball to drop. Wait till this ball drop on you. <laughs> Wait till this God show up and judge you. For your lack of weighty matters in your heart. Mm. 
Oh my goodness. This is that stuff, boy. Let's keep going. Full of evil intent. Hypocrites are full of evil intent. Matthew 22, 17 through 18 says, tell us then what you think. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, their evil intent, malice means evil intent, say, why put me to the test, you hypocrites? Even when they do things, even when they ask things, it's with evil intent. Imagine yourself talking to Jesus or talking to God. You do it every night, some of you, in your prayers. But the things you are talking to God about, the things you are asking for, you are asking for them with evil intent. When you go to church, you are going to church with evil intent. We are we got to be honest. Yes. And, and it's all in the question itself. It's like the fact that you're asking me this makes you a hypocrite. Makes you a hypocrite because you're you have an evil intent. I know when people asking me because they want to understand. Yeah. And I know when people asking difference. me because they trying to trip me up. They was trying to trip Jesus up. <laughs> they were. He knew their evil intent. Yep. He said, "Guess what, hypocrites? I see you." Yep. And he still answered them and taught them. <laughs> and we got to know how to do that without being offended. Jesus don't get offended, but he's going to let you know who you is. <laughs> and he let them know. He said, listen, hypocrites, I'm going to explain to you how this goes. Simple. But we have to be aware of our intent. What is your intent? A lot of times people are doing things to people. And you think that it's okay because you're not actually doing it to them. But you're doing it with your evil intent. Got to be honest. It's Next. a language without it being a language. I don't know how to describe it, it but it, it, it is. Yeah. Intention speaks. It does. And it definitely speaks to God. <laughs> Most definitely. Matthew 23, 13 through 15 says, But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. I mean, Jesus threw that exclamation <laughs> point in there. Hypocrites, for you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. For you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to, to go, go in. Wow. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you travel across sea and land to make a single proselyte. What's that? That's a follower. You will fo- They will go land to sea. Just for one. For one follower. And when he becomes a follower, you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourself. Oh, my God. Hypocrites pervert the gospel and therefore hypocrites pervert people. Mm. Hypocrites pervert the gospel and therefore they pervert people. Hypocrites change the word to fit their comfortabilities and then bring other people in and morph them to those comfortabilities. Somebody is doing something based on what you told them is okay in the word, but you ain't even read a lot of word to know (laughs) if it's okay. I hear people talk with such verbose confidence about what God say about this and that. It ain't spent two hours in the word. That's true. Well, I saw on YouTube. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the pastor the other day, he said that 
But I'm saying, like, even with this generation, it's only getting worse. Like, the I don't even want to throw out names, but these people out here, they getting the meme spirals. And, you know, you saying half-truths to people in a 20-second clip. It, it, people living off of that. And, and you break your neck and you feel with passion that you're teaching them, but you're only teaching them your version of gospel. So you shut them out of heaven mm. and yourself at the same, same time. time. That's a hypocrite. And then the effort he's talking about. He's like, you travel across sea and land. Yeah. You do all this effort. And people acknowledge sincerity. Oh, boy. Y'all got to understand something. Y'all look at sincerity as being this awesome thing. And you think that people mean you well because of their sincerity. But you don't know what they're sincerely in. <sighs> Matthew 23, 25, to close us out. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you clean the outside of the cup and the plate, but inside they are full of greed and self-indulgence. Hypocrites love to keep appearances, but not the word. Mm. Hypocrites love to look the part, but not be the part. Mm. Hypocrites love to portray but they betray the word of God. Mm. They're filled with greed and self-indulgence. Greed and self-indulgence is, is desire and pleasure. He says, you look like you mean well, but inside you only mean you. Pastor said a bar on Sunday, he said, you come acting like you got a need, but it's really just greed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's true though. Oh, you you challenging me now. You, you think you mean well, but you only mean your will. Yes, I know. Matthew 23, 27 says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs or sepulchers, as it says in, in the uh, King James, mm-hmm. which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. He going there. Oh my goodness. He going there. It's true. He said, "You, if only they could see what I see. Wow. If only they could see what I see. He said, hypocrites are good at making it look good, but not good at living good. And it's crazy because you don't need a person to point at you and call you a hypocrite for that to be exposed. Like, life will expose it for you. When you really need that peace and that joy that you claim you have, and it's not there. It's funny because people will constantly roll away our stone to see the tomb is filled with bones. Mm. See, our stone is supposed to be rolled away, and people see nobody. Nobody. Nothing. Yep. Why? Because God did a work. Same way he did a work in Jesus. People should be able to look in your tomb and see no no dead people. No bones. Matthew 23, 28 says, So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. 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 I, I... I don't know what we help people with today, but I hope you all understand. I don't know everything, but I'm just taking the scriptures and sharing them with you. 
and someone who knew everything identify hypocrisy in these ways. We need to start to challenge ourselves with what we define as being hypocrisy. What was your biggest takeaway from this? Um, I hate when you always put me on the spot. <laughs> you, it's like we be having a chock full of conversation. You're like, so what did you get from this well, powerful, t- amazing conversation? I'm going to tell you what I, what I took away. And I'm going to go deeper and a little more. Mm-hmm. But what I took away the most was something that you helped me to understand, which is how I see myself is how God sees me. And if that's not the case, then we need to deal with it. But the question of hypocrisy is one a conversation had with oneself. Mm-hmm. And to hear Antoinette's feedback on what she took away, you can come on over to Little More Matters. Yeah, man. This is episode 49, Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest. That's one that I want. We're out. <laughs>